Now it's time for Life Speaks with Michelle Zirkel-Markham on the air. Hi, this is Michelle Zirkel, your host for Life Speaks, here on the air. This week's show is dedicated to those of you who want to pave your own path, do things your own way. Frank Sinatra had it right. He sang a song that my grandfather used to listen to. I did it my way. My father once it played at his funeral, which I hope is a ways off. But in the meantime, I'm living their examples. And I'm proof that you can do it and you can be peaceful inside while being different and while expressing your own rhythm to this joyful melody we call life. I'm a writer and as a writer I've learned that sometimes you have to unlearn what you already know in order to break the barriers that are already out there. My first book is Rain No Evil. And it was a true story of a paranormal event, actually several paranormal events, that happened to me and my family back in 2006. I had to stop and think. It's been a while. So I wrote Rain No Evil with the total intention of sharing with the world my true story of liberation from evil that had infiltrated my house and had also infiltrated my aura or my energy field around my body in many ways. The, this is a complicated topic in some ways if you're not familiar with energy healing, but that is a topic for another day. This show is dedicated to speaking and living to the beat of your own drum, as Thoreau would say. So, Henry David Thoreau wrote on Walden Pond. Not on Golden Pond, but he wrote from a place called Walden Pond in Massachusetts. And that became very famous He was so different and not a citizen of any certain location, he said. I was born into this world, and I'm paraphrasing. He said he was born into this world, and he did not choose to live where he was born. He just was simply born into the world and was not required and should not be required to pay taxes. So he elected to not pay taxes. And the townsfolks came and bailed him out because they liked him so well. People like Henry David Thoreau, who said, March to the beat of your own drummer. And Frank Sinatra, who sings, I did it my way. They had something called gold inside of them. And they knew who they were. They might have had to have figured it out, just like we all have to. But they knew who they were. And they weren't afraid to express 
their individuality. As a writer, it's so important to be able to express yourself your way, whether that is through lyrics, whether that's through music, whether it's writing a novel or writing columns or writing meditations or writing writing poems. It doesn't matter how you're expressing yourself. And it doesn't matter if you're particularly a writer. We all have an artist archetype inside of us. Some form of creativity is needing to be expressed in your life in some way. It may be that you paint. It may be that you carve or you whittle wood. It might be that you collect bugs or you collect butterflies or you make flower arrangements. Or you simply like decorating your house. All of that is your expression of your inner self. And it's important for you to be able to express that. I'm speaking from particularly from a writer's point of view because after writing my last novel, which was completely fictitious and it's coming out next month, I have had, of course, my share of rejection letters from agents and from publishers. I did pick up a publisher who I'm very pleased with is going to and is very excited to help me release the Emerald Island Elixir. But in the meantime, in the process of getting all of those rejection letters, and I don't know how many because I lost count, I took some solace in people like J.K. Rowling who wrote of course, the famous Harry Potter series, and who received, I believe, upwards of around 150 rejection letters herself. And you can Google it and find many other authors who have had the same issue. I was speaking with a friend of mine, and we were discussing the Iliad and the Odyssey. And the Odyssey particularly jumps around all over the place. It's it's one of those stories that It definitely has a story, but it is also very jumpy. It jumps around. It doesn't have a smooth progression by any means. And I wonder what would have happened today had Homer been in need of an agent or a publisher. Would they have said, hey, your story's all over the place. It's not smooth. I don't like the style. And would it have been published or pushed aside? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But I do know that for my part, when I hear I'm not particularly crazy about the writing style, I'm okay with that. Because to me that says it's different. I know that it makes sense. I know that it's grammatically correct. And I feel secure in the knowledge that my story does make sense. And the few people who have read it all the way through have enjoyed it, been able to follow it, and want more. And this is a subjective view, just as is finding an agent, finding someone who digs you, who gets what you're talking about. There's people that I don't like to, uh, people's writing, who's I don't particularly care for either. So I'm okay that some people don't really get my writing. You know, this story I was told, the Emerald Island Elixir, I'm referring to now, my new story. I've been told that it 
it wasn't quite smooth that the the story was a little surprising in places and moved along a little rapidly in places and again i get that because you know life is like that life doesn't just always flow sometimes it's bumpy life is jumpy it's bumpy and it's okay for a story to be everything's not smooth we can say all day we can go to yoga and we can say our mantra flow like water i've said it i've heard it said a million times and i i feel like flowing is is a very easy peaceful word but sometimes even though we're moving through life and we are not stuck it, that doesn't mean that we're necessarily flowing like we're just bubbling over the surface and everything's a smooth ride sometimes there are tsunamis sometimes there are ripples there are waves and that means that we're sometimes bumping over the rocks or the cliffs or sometimes we're even falling over a waterfall until we hit rock bottom but you know what once that happens it's okay because you have a soft landing at the bottom you join the rest of the water again and you get to cycle back around that's what i'm saying so it's okay if life is a little bumpy it's not fun don't get me wrong i've been there so i get the bumps i understand that they hurt they get you scratched up they get you bruised but in the long run if you still flow past it bump on past you will move and be able to create you will eventually find that smooth water you'll find those bubbling brooks and be able to ride across the top of them all happy and bubbly and creative and that's the way it should be because that's the way it is this is Michelle Zirkel I'll be right back I think the most important part about being creative and being able to express yourself is being able to do it consistently and grow with it. I know my writing has changed over the years and I do see the importance of grammar and of having certain sentence structure because without that, without me being able to understand the language or follow the story in any way it'd be impossible to know what the story was about or what the plot was it would be un it would be uncertain what the characters were thinking and where the story was going because there would be no rhyme or reason so to speak to it however with grammar intact and a storyline intact authors need to be able to be free to bump around in their words. We need to be able to bump around and express what we want, not only in in writing, but in everyday life. And I've found that writers do often relate to people a little differently than others. Um I think writers are a little more 
uh, wordy sometimes. I know myself. I do like to. I do like to talk probably a lot more than a lot of other people, and that's okay too because I am enjoying expressing the things that are on my mind, and that's part of what this show's about is me expressing how I'm feeling because I've noticed that if I'm feeling this way, usually someone else is too. Not just someone I bump into the grocery store, but it's usually something that's on the news or something else that's going on in the world. And we're also connected so much more so than we think. We, What comes up in my world is going on in someone else's. So someone else needs to hear this. So express yourself. And if you're a writer and you really can't imagine your life without picking up the pen and writing at least at some point in the week, and I don't mean just your grocery list, I mean really writing or you get things that are, you get lines or sentences or ideas of things to write about. If everything's a story to you, you know, you know you're meant to be a writer and where you fit that's up to you to decide. Don't let other people decide that for you. I know when I released Rain No Evil, I was asked by my my media agent, where which genre is this in? You know, it's paranormal. It's inspirational. It's definitely biographical or autobiographical, even though I wrote it in, in third person. And even though I wrote it... Uh, with a, a, a fictitious uh, names and places. But the story itself fit in so many genres. It was in energy healing. It was in spirituality. It was, it was nonfiction, but it was written in a fictional manner. So I said it was based on a true story, and I used that as a subtitle. But I told the person, I told my media agent... I don't know where it fits. All I know is that's the way I wrote it. There, There's no specific genre I think that it fits in. It's definitely in paranormal, and it's definitely in spiritual, and there are many other genres that it's in. New Age, metaphysical, because it involved the energy healing. So, And it's also, uh, it was also fitting in a category of relationship and domestic, um, domestic relationships and a dysfunctional marriages, all of those type of tags, we would call them, key words that would be associated with the story were there. They were all there. But I didn't know where it fit. All I know is I wrote it the way I wrote it because I felt like writing it the way I wrote it. And I'm very glad that I did. But I have decided to not pigeonhole myself into a specific category. And I think we see this a lot of times with actors who get famous for a certain role, and then we can't imagine them not in that role anymore. And I don't need to go into actors and actresses because I know that you're already picturing some, and you can see them. Like, you can just see them right in front of you. You see that actor or that actress, and you immediately associate that person with a role they played, even though that's not them, and that may not be the only role they ever played, but we associate them with that. And I think writers can pigeonhole themselves so tightly into certain areas that they don't have... 
the freedom to breathe and to create and to breathe life into their stories. Life that is bumpy and rocky and and shows territory that is uncommon to the common ant and splendid splendid view as you're falling over the waterfall we need characters that have choppy bumpy characteristics we need to be able to feel their pain and we need to be able to go into it and fall over that waterfall with them we need to be able to embrace all of the scratches and bumps with our characters and go with them on their bumpy rocky ass day and we need to be able to relate to that and know that you know it's okay because our day sometimes when we wake up in the morning as planned as it may be doesn't happen just as smooth as silk we have to jump on that wave we have to ride it we have to ride the waves out and when we do that we find a way to smooth the bruise the bruise that was created by some sort of pain that we needed to break through some stuckness or some hurt or some grief but pain is the only way to grow unfortunately that's just the way it is and again it's supposed to be that way how do we know that because it is that way sometimes pain is the only way that we can truly immerse ourselves in the joy that is so inherent in our soul that we could just sing and be in bliss all day long should, should we so choose this is michelle zirkle your host for life speaks here on the air so why am i doing a show called life speaks well because i felt like i had something to say I'm almost 50 years old and it took me about 40 years to realize I actually had something to contribute to the conversation. And I don't mean the conversation just at the dinner table. I mean the conversation in the world. I don't only have a right to, but I have an obligation and I have a heartfelt desire to contribute to the conversation, the conversation of life. And I hear it speaking to me. I hear it speaking to me so loudly that I don't need to use notes to do it. I don't need to to be at a computer all day to hear the knowledge that's coming through every whippoorwill and every squirrel crossing my path. I'm listening to all the signs in my environment. I'm listening to what my soul is saying, I want to sing, I want to say. And communication for me is very important. I know that writers and writing, writing is only one form of expression that I particularly enjoy. Oratory obviously is as well. But there is an expression inside of you that you need to make sure that you allow yourself to be a part of every day. Even if it's for 15 minutes at your lunch hour or five minutes in the bathroom on your bathroom break. You need creativity. I say the bathroom because there are so many times that the bathroom is the quietest place in my house. And I go there often to take a few minutes. So I go to the bathroom often 
especially if I'm at the workplace and I need a few moments to just center myself and breathe in and remember it's okay to take a moment in your day and breathe. So many people don't even realize they're breathing until they lay down at night and they finally take one big sigh, you know, and they just flop into bed. And it's like the first time all day that they've realized that there is actually air going in their lungs and that they are being maintained by that source called what we call love or the infinite or divine. That that breath, that life breath that's coming inside of us, we take it for granted because we don't take the time to even recognize it. And we need to be thankful for that. And the more thankful we are and the more grateful we are for all of the bumps and the rocks and the the rocky roads that we cover in life, even sometimes when we're walking on that, I know when I'm going to switch gears here, but when I was a little girl, I used to run down my alley between my grandmother's house and my friend's house and my feet would be bare and I would feel the poking of the the rocks in the bottom of my feet but it didn't hurt me because I was so excited and ecstatic to be outside and so excited to get either to to Jody's house or back to my grandmother's house wherever it was I was in my route to that I didn't care that I had some pain in my foot or my feet it didn't matter. I barely felt it. I felt it. I recognized it, but I didn't dwell on it. It didn't hurt me nearly as much as the rocks did when I got older and I would just even tiptoe out to the car, even on a, if it wasn't gravel and it was a paved, uh, paved driveway and there may have been some pebbles in it and I'd walk out barefoot to get something out of my car and it would really, ow, 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 what, that hurts. And ouch it did hurt why did it hurt was it because i was 10 years older 20 years older were my feet that much more sensitive maybe i don't know but i think that it's because of my attitude when i was little i didn't stop to think about that pain i just went i just went because i knew that i was in joy in that step and when we take steps and it hurts then And especially if we stop and dwell on that pain, if we dwell on it too long, it does hurt more. We have to keep going. And I say we because I'm in this with you. I am in this with you. And I can say that from, not from the other side, but from right beside of you. I'm not any further ahead and I'm not behind. I'm right beside of all of you. I'm out walking on my path in the woods and recording my radio show because... I want to share with you some of the inspiration that I feel swelling up inside of me right now and is saying, share this, Michelle. Share how you feel with the world. Why? Just because I can. Not because I have to, but because I want to. I want everyone to feel able to express themselves, even if it's choppy, even if it's broken. Because broken is not bad. Broken simply means it's a starting place to start building anew. A new raft. A new yacht. A new canoe. A new paddle. 
a new storyline, a new brush for that easel that's been sitting in the garage and you haven't dug out, a new tee for that golf club, somehow through the erosion and through the messy choppy windstorms and the rain somehow you can formulate yourself into the being that you want to be while you're here while you're here on this go round anyway and how do I know this because I seem to be reinventing myself more each day my grandmother used to say <laughs> it's because she was getting older that she would come up with new ways of doing things and maybe it is because I'm getting older Maybe it's because I'm getting wiser. And maybe it's not any of those things. It's just, I just think, oh, what the hell, you know? What difference does it make if I use my dry shampoo today or if I wash my hair? It just doesn't really matter in the long run. The most important thing is be happy with each breath. Be mindful that you are breathing. And take a few moments every day to do something that you love. Something that calls to you. Something you cannot imagine not doing. That's what you're really here for. Is to make the time and to find a way to balance that life that you're trying to balance so much. And it really doesn't matter what kind of car you're driving. Or what kind of area you live in. What matters is how you're living in that place that you are in. And if you don't like the place you're in, then create a new place. And don't tell me that you can't. You can tell me that you won't, but don't tell me that you can't. Because can't, well, my, my dad used to say, can't died in the poorhouse. And I never understood that when I was little. I was like, what does that mean he died in the poorhouse? Well... I get it, yeah. If you say you can't, then you really can't. Whatever you tell yourself, well, that is your reality. That's what you're creating. So if you don't like where you're at, theoretically, spiritually, physically, then do something about it. Or accept it and enjoy it. Whatever you choose, it'll be all right. There's a movie called The Proposal. Sandra Bullock plays in it, and Betty White does too. And there's this wonderful scene with Betty White I absolutely love. And she says, whatever you do will be. <laughs> and uh, it's when her and Sandra Bullock are dancing around the campfire, for those of you who are aficionados of The Proposal movie, which I absolutely love. So, whatever you do will be. And that is so true. It sounds very simple, but sometimes the simplest things, like running across the rocks, or skimming rocks across the lake, or just simply breathing in that life energy and breathing out 
are the most important things that you can do for you, not only yourself, but for every single person in your life. And I don't mean just your family and your immediate loved ones. I mean all those people you come in contact with, the person at the grocery store, the, the person who's serving your dinner when you go out to eat, those people, they pick up your energy. They get how you're feeling. They might not be aware of it completely, but they do pick up on it. And the people especially that you live with and the people that are in your life on a consistent basis, those people depend on you to send them love and light every single day in thought form or in a smile or in a, a, a simple gesture of kindness. Do that for yourself. Do that for others. That's what I would encourage you to do. You can do what you want because ever, whatever you do, will be. This is Michelle Zirkel, your host for Life Speaks, encouraging you to shine your light wherever you can shine it. Be creative wherever you can be creative. And even if that means being not so smooth sometimes, then what the heck? Do it your way and enjoy it. I'll be back in a few weeks with more on my new release, The Emerald Island Elixir, a story about a magic beer who gives the qualities of redemption through reincarnation.